Welcome to the Music Retail Show. Having conversations about the musical instrument industry to take you and your business farther. The Music Retail Show. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Music Retail Show. Richard and I got to sit down with Seb, the Senior Director of Operations and Outreach at Reverb.com. I'm telling you what, he's a great friend of ours. We had a great conversation. We talked about life. We talked about the music industry. This is an excellent episode. Take a listen. You'll enjoy it. We'll see you on the other side. Does half the cost and double the value sound good to you? What about Made in the USA? Franklin Strap is 100% American-made, and you get double the quality for every dollar you spend. Call us today, 615-791-7057, and get in the strap business. Franklin Strap, the soft strap. All right, man, we're back for another episode here at the Summer NAMM Show, and I'll tell you what, probably one of the coolest guys I've ever met in my life is probably going to be here after this interview. You're just saying that because he gave you a shirt. (laughs) Man, that was a good joke, and everybody missed it. Oh, Oh, darn it. I I said the coolest guy is going to be here after this interview. Oh, Oh, man. man. Oh, dang guess it. what? I actually did wear that shirt that you're wearing right now. <laughs> yeah, I, you want me to right. throw an elbow at yeah. him? Oh, you know. Right in no. the No, we got Seb here from Reverb, man, and we always love spending time with you, yes. man. We oh, appreciate it. Time with you all. We appreciate yeah. you coming by. So, anyways, how's it going? Things are going good. You know, it's been a, it's been a good summer, Nam. It's busy. Awesome. Um, my feet hurt. Ready to have a nice steak at Bob's tonight and uh, to celebrate you know, with the team, another good good job well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the booth looks good. <laughs> Thank you. It's a little bit, di- is it different than uh, the couple, last couple years here? No, we kind of keep, a, th- this one is just like it was last year, so it's another 10 is by it? 20. Okay. Um, man, funny story. Uh, so we didn't know how oppressively hot it was going to be uh, in Nashville. Yeah, which is it's strange. hot. It's hot. It's actually hot in Chicago. It's been, it's 100 degrees right now what? in Chicago. Yeah. Oh my so goodness. So we're actually happy to be in Nashville wow. right now. Wow, okay. Um, but our uh, original reverb sign melted so Wednesday night we had You're to go kidding me. Yeah, so we had to go and get like one express printed like a brand new reverb sign because the original one could not You're stand You're like who threw it up in the window yeah. No yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone probably did that but yeah it couldn't wow. stand the Nashville heat Wow So we had to get well, a brand new sign. At least we have that going for us here Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My goodness but So the show's all. been well The show's going been going well, well. A lot yeah. of, um, you know reverb is a a lot of people always like the question, like, man, I didn't think Reverb would be here. And it's special because, you know, they come to our booth, and every year that I've been doing this, which is four years now, people come and tell us, hey, thank you. Thank you for, for being around. I sold so much with you. I bought so much, yada, yada. Yeah. But what they don't know is, like, no, no, I'm glad they stopped by so I could tell them yes. thank you. Because yeah. we are we are nothing without, you know, our, our user base, our buyers, our sellers, and, you know, the best of Reverb is yet to come. You know, I'm yeah. convinced. So... You know. Now, how's everything been going over the last uh, year or two years? You guys keep growing, growing, growing. You know, we don't have any plans to stop. Yeah. Um, so it, it's exciting just to talk a little personally real quick. I was just promoted recently to oversee our customer service team as well. Yes, congrats. So, Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, and, and at least like what I'm trying to, to do is, you know, a lot of people talk about our customer service and, and how, you know, they can't get that sort of uh, response, any sort of response from their competitors, yeah. uh, our, our competitors, uh, yeah. you know. Um, so it's really, really great to think that, okay, I think really what has made Reverb special, aside from the product, our marketing, our brand, all that stuff, is that we try to have real human connections with everyone who comes across the site. And if there's an issue, you know, we're going to do our damnedest to, to now fix how, it. <laughs> now, how do, you, uh, how do you keep up with that? Because like I said, you guys are growing so much. 
Is that something that you got to be mindful of every single week to make sure you guys don't get so big that you lose touch a little bit? You know, at the, at the end of the day, it's um, you can't get complacent. You can't get complacent in business, period. Yeah. You know, um, since I oversee the, the the relationship aspect of it, we certainly can. Like I believe that every every interaction with anyone. You're either building trust or losing trust. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you, are, you never stay in the same spot. You yeah. know, so we should always try and put our best foot forward. Now, obviously, you know, yeah. sometimes things happen, and you know, we screw up, people screw up, we we move on. Life happens. Life happens. Yeah. But we should always be mindful of what's at stake in every interaction. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Before we get too far ahead, anybody listening, and I. I don't know if anybody's listening that doesn't know what reverb is. <laughs> That's true. But, but we skipped over that. Let's give a, just a brief uh, touch of what reverb does and a little bit about it. Then we'll jump back in. Right, you want to hear my sales pitch? Yeah. Well, there reverb, you go. Yeah, Reverb.com. What's that? Yeah, you can take, a, take a couple notes here. So, two sentences. We are a website where you can buy and sell new, used, and vintage instruments. We're free to join, free to list, and we only take a 3.5% commission when your item sells. When, wow. not if. Right. Man, that was slick. You know, Man, like that. <laughs> and that was quick, to the point. That was very nice. You can hire me for a training session. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. okay. yeah. I'm sure you haven't described. I'm sure you haven't said that sentence about a hundred thousand times in the last five years. Yeah, no, yeah. past past five days. Past yeah, five yeah, days, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so uh, actually saying that, are you? You're getting people still showing up. You're going, hey, who are you guys? And you're introducing Reverb.com to them for the first time. Very rarely. Maybe I've had two. Two conversations. Okay. Um, you know what I've been really excited about is I've been a number of uh, smaller manufacturers. You know, people building unique products out of their garage, and they're like, "Okay, how can you know? How can I leverage Reverb?" Yeah. Um, and what I tell everyone is, you know, Reverb should never be your main marketing channel. We should be supplementary to everything else that you are trying to to do. Um, and and I say that about retailers as well. You know, like you you need an online strategy that is. Hopefully, a very inclusive of reverb, but should never be solely, uh, you know, reverb. You know, um, yeah. There, I, why I want to believe that every single buyer in the world will eventually purchase their next instrument on reverb. Um, it's not the case, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and reverb started out as vintage gear, right? Yeah, we started primarily the vintage guitar site. Now, what percentage of that is vintage gear now? Do you think? Oh man, I mean, it's really easy to figure out. Um, Online. So right now, last I checked globally, we have around 1,150,000 listings on our platform. Really? Yeah, we have over wow. a million. And I remember we hit like a million about a year ago. Like, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I was like just hitting refresh, like, okay, who's going to publish the next listing? It's <laughs> yeah, right. right. $9.99. <laughs> um, so used, I mean, we just hit that filter. You know, anything, what do we consider vintage these days? Anything older than 1980? Uh, sure, that, that's good. Oh, yeah. gosh. You know what you I should, think vintage? Pre seventy, pre seventy. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's I mean, for me, but I, I've got to adjust my scale a little bit. I, I think, I think we consider it nineteen pre nineteen eighty. That's know. disgusting, isn't it? That's, I mean, <laughs> he's like, that's disgusting. That's disgu that, yeah, because I wasn't even born then. You know how many horrible <laughs> instruments and and horrible product was built in like seventy eight? You know, look at the car industry. I mean, what cool car? was made in the 70s. Ford Pinto. Ford Pinto, yeah. Let me rephrase it. <laughs> what cool car was, you know, seriously. So so 1980 and earlier is vintage? I think so. Man, maybe that's a reverb decision. What's I don't know. I got to go check. What's the car from Wayne's World? What's the car from Wayne's World? I don't know. What was that? I don't even know. What? 
Oh, Pacer. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that was built in the 70s. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go on. Come on, Seth. We just went Where on we a at? rabbit hole. Pull us out. Yeah. So let's see. What were we talking about? Time to go back. Da -da 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 -da. Yeah, reverb. It's awesome. Before vintage. Oh, you started with vintage. vintage. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know what percentage of our inventory is, but I mean, for anyone listening, go to our, our webpage, yeah. you know, search all. Yeah. <laughs> Click 1980. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> Count. <right. laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a good portion. You know, obviously we are still, uh, we care very, very much about the vintage guitar community. There's still so much more we can be doing there, but, you know, they obviously gave us a, a, you know, a nice kick in the pants and motivated us to, oh, to keep doing what we're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. We do go to the, uh, you know, a couple vintage guitar shows, which... Are very very different experience then. Is it really? Yeah. Which we which we seen you guys at the Amigo shows. Yeah. So I, I didn't get to talk to anybody over there, but but you guys were out there. So the the big one um, that's now down in Fort Worth now, yes. from Arlington to Fort yeah. Worth. You know, I mean it's it's a massive convention hall. Not obviously not as big as Summer Nam, but you but know, pretty close. You know, it, it's one of those things where. Like, I'm not an overly religious man, but I can walk into a church and, you know, and see where God exists. You know? Yeah, yeah. I can walk into the Four Amigos Vintage Guitar Show, and I'm not a vintage guitar guy. And see where and God exists. And I can exists. walk in there and be like, ah, God exists here. <laughs> 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 you know, like, it's, it's, it ends up being like a religious experience, and you don't have to know much about it. And I think yeah. that's one of the best things about vintage guitars, or any sort of vintage, you know. It's like, yeah. you can appreciate the, the history, where it came from, yeah. and frankly, where it's going? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Texas is kind of a special place for for uh, guitar shows. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's just been that way forever. You know, so it, you know, and it's amazing how like even like that community is is evolving. You know, and and there are all these like pocket shows that pop up, and you know, I wish we can attend them all, and it's it's just not feasible to do so. Yeah, but, like sure. they're. They're fun. Every single time you go, they're they're fun. The worst part is that they usually don't have any carpeting. Yes. You know, so my knees end up end up hating me. It'd be <laughs> great. It'd be great if we could get up to the, the Amigos show in Chicago, right? There's one. I, there? I would say the one in uh, Fort Worth is the one to, to go yes, to. That's the one to that's go to. That's the one to go to. And okay. I believe that's coming up like early October. Reaver will be down there. Now, how's so. the one in Chicago? Do you go to that? You know, it's it's a lot smaller. Um, it also has a drum show though, so it's cool in that. You so know, I should go. Yeah. You should go. Oh. And it's loud. It is loud. Is it? it? Yeah. <laughs> it's. I, I have to walk through the, with like you know two sets of earplugs in each wow. ear. Yeah. You know, because it's in like a, a really old kind of like rec center, so like like the, the vibrations that just go through that place. Like they should just find another location. Find a new location. Yeah. <laughs> so in San Antonio, you said that's a go, that's the one to go. No, to. Uh, Fort Worth. So Fort Worth, like Dallas area. Yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. So it's great. Yeah, and then I can go to the Cowboys Stadium. Yeah, Jerry's World. Yeah. <laughs> so when it used to be in Arlington, uh, the convention hall was at was right across from you know where the Rangers play or yeah. used to play. Yeah. And you can see Jerry's World. And man, that place is huge. I don't even yeah. know what Jerry's World is. It's what the, is that? Where the, the Cowboys, Cowboys play. Stadium. Oh, it's just all the whole campus. I, I had to okay. call it Jerry's World. Yeah, oh, okay. I don't. Yeah. Maybe other people maybe heard it from someone. I don't know. I know but, what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Being a Cowboys fan. Yeah. You know, the house that Jerry <laughs> built. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. My that we get to play in occasionally. You yeah. Know. <laughs> well, what else you guys got going on? You guys, well, you guys started records. Talk yeah, about that. Yeah, so we have yeah. Reaver LP. That's been around for, I believe, a little over a year. Yeah. It's, uh, Is that still going well? Yeah. It's, it's a fantastic place to, you know, go buy and sell, you know, primarily used LPs. Yeah. Um, you know, I, How I was How many vintage LPs? No, I'm just yeah. kidding. No. 
It's millions. <laughs> we have millions. We probably have close to four million. Really? Seriously? Yeah, LPs on there. Now, I seen something the other day, and I could get this wrong, so you might be able to correct me. I think it was Jim Turk, and he had four albums. And what was cool about it, because he had Skid Row Slave to the Grind right. on there. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. Because I think that's a great record. Yeah, yeah. You know, the first one, a little, it's a little sissified for me. But Slave to the Grind, man, I just think it's awesome. <laughs> so when I seen that record, it made me want to buy a record, oh, man. But you didn't buy a record, right? I didn't. Okay, I need to talk about why you didn't, though, because that's how we get better. What, well, what, what did you need I needed to feel a, confident to buy it? You need a record it? player, right? I, need, I needed a record player. <laughs> oh, Reverb's got you covered there, too. Oh, we really? Have, we actually nice. have a really nice, growing uh, vintage home audio section. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been working with the... Uh, you know, our rep who's, who's like working with, with retailers, getting that used vintage stuff off. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just hard to ship, you know. And My it's, goodness. And it's really, really heavy. But yeah. yeah. Pretty soon you guys are going to like, there's going to be like reverb home security. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so on the records, you guys got about four million of them? Yeah, on the website right wow. now. And now, I, how I, do you collect them? We don't or, hold inventory. We don't, What's hold, that? we don't hold inventory. That's, that's right. That's, that's all right. individuals, yeah, yeah. you know, just listing their wow. collections. And, you know, that's incredible. Just like on Reverb.com, they, you know, they'll, they'll sell half their collection so they can go and buy other stuff that they've wanted to spend for a while. Wow. You know? What's, God, I've learned so much, like, analog DJs. Like, there's, like, a nice, like, subsection of DJs out there who only spin analog. You know, and it's like, I didn't, like, why? Why would people do that? You know, it, I'm not a record guy, so I didn't get it. But, like, I'm watching these these people work. Uh, you know, there are people at Reverb who do that. And they'll, they'll you know, DJ, um, you know, our monthly happy hours or things like that. And it's just such a different experience, you know? Like, it's it's it's, it's amazing. I, that's just my biggest takeaway. It's like, I, I still learn so much. And when I think, like, I'm removed from this, I'm too old for it. Sorry about that. I yeah. knock that. <laughs> knocking, knocking shit down here at the booth. Uh, just still so much to learn and like being like I would never call myself a gearhead. Kind of going back to reverb, like I'm not. I I started off as a piano player, a, a classic vocalist. You know, I can sing some Verity for you right now if you want. Um, <laughs> but like you just learn if you just humble yourself to like yeah. the history, this great community that we have here. You know and. I really think we're getting to a place where we all can like look each other in the eye and realize, okay, we're we're business people, we're competitors to a degree, but we also know that we need to keep this healthy. We all need to grow the pie together, you know. And it's not one, it's not Reverb that's going to do that. It's going to be, you know, it's working with Merck, it's working with all the manufacturers, it's working with the retailers. Like, we we all have to do this together and absolutely, you know, humble yourself with what you don't know, learn it, and then be better, right? That's actually refreshing to hear that perspective coming from some somebody like Reverb. So, really? Yeah, I think so. I mean. I feel like it's the only perspective to have, man. Because I, I mean, agree. <laughs> what, what's the alternative? We go bust. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, and I, and I say that purely from the perspective that a lot of people, you know, it, it's you know a lot of people want to build something up and go, hey, look what I built, look what we did, you know, look out. But but the the fact that people need to collaborate together, I think, is going to be make 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 things much more successful going forward that's that's just plain and simple in my opinion yeah I mean, again people come here to tell us you know how much they love reverb and you know the first thing out of my mouth is you know how much we love you and yeah how we truly would not be here without you absolutely you know and, and i said that with my relationship with Merck. i mean for all you people out there who don't know uh Merck, um i mean you guys have been an absolute pleasure to to work with it's been great uh referring all of our retailers to you if they need you know distant little, uh, assistance with with that used inventory, um, you guys are a pleasure to work with. Oh, you know? cool. Thank you. Now, a couple years ago, you guys were, I don't know if you guys were just getting into 
or focusing on more band and orchestra type stuff. How is that going? I mean, everything's growing. You know, um, where reverb, you know, reverb's done a really, really good job of, of working with that vintage, you know, classic rock market. Um, obviously, there's more that reverb needs to do. There are a lot of other, you know, smaller music communities out there that we all feel we can do um, an even better job of serving. You know, whether that be uh, the worship community, whether that be the death metal community, whether that be band and orchestra, keys, synth, pro audio. Like, there is so much more that we know that we need to be doing. You know, it's just figuring out the right way to to, to do that. Um, I mean, I've got all my eggs in this reverb basket. Obviously, I, I'm convinced that we will figure it out. Um, what a lot of people don't understand, and rightfully so, and it's, they don't necessarily need to have to understand, but it's like, you know, eBay, Amazon, all these marketplaces have been around for 20 plus years now. Well, there's tons of platform to sell stuff, you know. Well, and people look at them and they're like, hey, like, I want what, I want you to have what eBay has. And it's like, hold on, we've only been around for six years. Yeah. You know, and they have to remind people, it's like, we're, we're getting there. Yeah, you, you guys know? are babies. Yeah, we, we are still babies. And again, that's not meant to be an excuse. It's an explanation. You know, like we are doing our best to, to build as fast as we humanly can. Um, and I think we're doing a good job of it. But with that, now we need to really kind of have that 30-foot you know, view. Uh, sorry, 30,000-foot view. Yeah, sure. You know, and make sure that we are not just growing fast, but growing the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Do you yeah, think absolutely. the expectation sometimes for reverb is, is a little bit much from consumers? Because, uh, you know, and, and I mean that as a compliment because I think you guys have done it such, and you have done such a good job that they're like, what else? What else? Give us more. Give us more. I mean, I don't think that's a... And I mean that in a positive way. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we wrestle with this. Like, I, I talk to a lot of retailers about understanding your buyers. And the first thing I ask them is, think about your buyer behaviors. You know, I'm pretty sure everyone has purchased something online and you're looking for choice, you're looking for the cheapest price, yeah. and you want to get it as fast as possible. Absolutely. You know, yeah. like, so when you're a retailer and you're on Reverb, like, yeah, the buyers want that too. Now, whether or not it's feasible to do that in every situation, like, we have to make the right sort of business decisions, and I can at least, like, thankfully say that people are usually willing to wait a week for a vintage guitar so it's set up properly and things like that. But to go to the expectation point, like, yeah, that's people are coming to Reverb with that expectation. Yeah, sure. You know, it it is on us to to try and meet them as best we can because that's what the customer wants. For better or for worse, Amazon's trained them. It's trained all of us to, to think that way. What are you guys what are you guys seeing down the road that you would do to combat that or contribute to that? Just continue to be authentic and you know and, and honest with who we are as a company and the sort of experience you can get on the platform. You know, um, yeah, there are different levers that, you know, more aggressive retailers can pull if they want to offer free two-day shipping. That's a way to be competitive against, you know, uh, retailers with similar inventory. But, you know, at the end of the day, you got to make the right business decisions for, you know, your operation. And we just want to give you as many tools as possible to increase your sell-through and increase your velocity. Um, you know, if worse comes to worse, you know, talk to you about pricing, you know, and, and help you understand the market. You know, a lot of people have so much inventory, it's difficult to... You know, see if you you've priced everything accordingly. You know, so th there's a lot more that we can do to help retailers make those decisions, um, but it's never going to be easy. <laughs> so, how many people do you guys have over there now? Oh man, roughly, roughly. We're under 200 now. We just opened up a new uh, office about a year ago, so now we got four, four full floors. About you know, uh, you know, boatload of developers, customer service, marketing. You know, we're 
for the whole thing. And you have the you have locations across the world. Too, oh yeah, right? thank you. Yes, we are global. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Japan. Yeah, we've we've got an office in Amsterdam, and we have uh, an office in Tokyo, which I've yet to be invited out to the Tokyo office. I'm I'm still waiting for that invitation, but I have gone to the Amsterdam one. Uh, it's well, why do you need an invitation? Just go. You know what? Yes. You're right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. You just got promoted to decision maker. Yeah. Make a decision. I'm going to decide to go Come to on. Tokyo. Yeah. That's all you got to say. Part of your new role is to is to buck up and go, man. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm here in Nashville, though. This is the most important place I could be right now, talking to you, you two right. gentlemen. All that's right. right. <laughs> well, oh, once well. the show's over, you go home to your family yeah. for a minute, then you're going to <laughs> Tokyo. Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah. Now, have you been overseas much or at all? Uh, I lived in London for a short period. Of time. You did? Yeah, that was great. Really? Uh, I did study abroad. I went to Florida State University, go Seminoles. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, traveled around. It's kind of got to broaden the, my worldview a bit. And Interesting. You know, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's, it's a great big world out there. It is. <laughs> There, there's a lot going on. A lot going on out there. I'm have you getting... have you been to the Orient at all? Uh, no, no, I'm not. Um, okay. It's it's on my my short list of places to go. Still a little too expensive for me to get there and like you know take two weeks off and stuff well, like that. Well, no, Reverb's paying for. Yo, it. We've already decided. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, man. yeah. Come on, you just have to make to that decision because I ain't taking the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, are you offering to babysit in your cabin for two well, weeks? <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> if I get to go to the cabin and hang out for two weeks, then yeah, yeah I will. Or you pull some strings, I'll pull some strings. Hey, we'll, we'll make this yeah. work. I'll have my people call your yeah. people, huh? Yeah. Well, I've got a litter of my own, so. You How know. many kids do you have? Three. Nice. Three. Uh, we're thinking about a third. Are you? Yeah. I'll just do it. You know, we want to have another. My wife just doesn't want to have it. So like, we're looking to get into adopting. You know? Really? Yeah. I mean, That's neat. Yeah, it's like, why not? Um, I think we, I mean, we also like live in the city in Chicago, so, you know, um, I love reverb. Uh, I wish it was paying me a million dollars a year so I can afford some of the homes in Chicago, and I'm not quite ready, <laughs> uh, not quite ready to move to the suburbs quite yet. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. Man, we'll I always told uh, my wife if we ever adopted a child, I wanted it to be 18, so when we, yeah. it just would go, go right to college, you know, just like, we can do that. That's fine. Because you, know? you would consider the best part of parenting is at 18? <laughs> Well, I'm just saying they, they wouldn't be in the house. They'd come right in, then they'd go right back well, out. Same you know? They would just like mooch that, away. <laughs> I can just right. let you send me a check every month if you want. Get that same yeah. experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. yeah. Oh, and by the way, you'll, kid, you'll I'm not paying send for a college. picture at Christmas yeah. time, huh? Yeah. A call like, you know, once every other week. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, unfortunately, I'm not great in those conversations, as you can see. Uh, she, I, I thought she was going to say the only thing you're going to be paying is child support, buddy. Yeah. I'm leaving yeah. you, you know. Dang it. Yeah. Oh, man. No, no three, three has been great. Yeah. So, you know, we have got two boys and, and a girl. My, my youngest is six. And, and it's crazy just to think that the, just the, uh, the infant stage is completely gone. And, uh, yeah, now my oldest is 12. And... He keeps talking about wanting a cell phone, and I keep saying no. Yeah. I thought and, you were gonna uh, say he keeps talking about chicks. Yeah. Oh well, no, he, no, actually, it is kind of funny. I think he's he's got a crush on a girl uh -oh. that he gets to see through one of the homeschool groups. Yeah, and uh, he he doesn't like to talk about it. We try to get him to talk yeah, about. It. We yeah. thought, hey, you know what? If we we'll let him know his mom and dad are actually now great, I, nice, cool people. Next time I you see know? him, now I know what I'm going to talk well, about. <laughs> uh, he'll get so embarrassed if oh, you do that. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, so, Jackson, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't hear this recording like six years from now. Maybe they're married yeah, or something, right. you know. <laughs> well, anyways. Well, 
I hope that goes well. I yeah. know that's a huge decision in life. Yeah. So. Well, I only have two two rules about having kill, uh, children. One, I want to be done by the time I'm 39 because I don't want to be older than 60 when I get to have a beer with my child. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, right? yeah. So 39 to cut off. Yeah. yeah. You know, 35, so I got a, got a few more years to do this. I yeah, know I, I was 38. Great. I was 38 Great. when my youngest was born, so really? that was, okay. yeah, I was done. Perfect, so we're on the same plan there. Yeah. Um, and second thing, I was much younger than both of yeah. you guys. You were 18, right? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was a little older than 18. Yeah. <laughs> I have a 25-year-old son and an 18-year-old daughter. Yeah. So. Different time back then. What's that? Different time back then. What do you mean back then? What the heck <laughs> you What's that all about? You know, way back then. They yeah, used to do like in 1941, uh, when you yeah. were around. Well, vintage, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 No, pre-80, man. Pre-1980. I'm vintage. I'm 70, man. Yeah. Uh, that is funny. So, are you thinking about adopting a, a, a an American kid or a kid from? I'd like to adopt. From let the let me say, States. child. Kid sounds like yeah. we're talking about goats or yeah. something. You know. I'd like to adopt from the United States. I just feel like they're. There are a lot of, of children who are, are right here that right in you your know, backyard. Right yeah. backyard. Need help. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I'm all for it. Actually, everyone in my family are social workers. I'm the only person that um, decided to pursue business. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so it's. I feel like it's also kind of me keeping to my roots. Yeah, you know, no, like that's as, good as well. Like it's important yeah. to me, and you know, I, I want to advocate for for that sort of stuff too. So I think it's awesome. Yeah. There's a there's a lot. There's a lot of kids in this world that need good parents. Yeah. You know, they need a healthy home. They need love and support. Yeah. And, man, that's that's a great thing. You know, and, and I'll tell you this. I know that we're really kind of devolving from MI, but I feel this is important. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I have a, a master's degree in the highly, highly coveted field of musical theater composition. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Everybody's like, fighting to get into I know, that right? one. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Um, I still owe NYU a lot of money. Um, but but with that though, like I love the American art form, love the you know old American songbook, you know think of all the songs that Sinatra would sing, you know even yeah. like Elvis would sing. Like I'm I'm a huge American songbook fan. Um, so Rodgers and Hammerstein, they they write musical theater, they're Oklahoma Carousel, Sound of Music. Um, at the end of, of Carousel, uh, Act One, Billy Bigelow, this this guy, he's about to find out he's about to have a child, and the entire song he just thinks it's gonna be a boy. I'm gonna do these great things with my son. Yeah. And now halfway through the song he goes, but wait, well like what if he's a she? And the line he sings is, you know, you can't have fun with the son, but you have to be a father to a girl. Wow. You know? And I have two girls. And I remember, like, when I found out the sex of the, the first one, I thought I'll be happy no matter what. When I found out it was a girl, I thought, man, I was disappointed. And I, like, I didn't, I didn't know why. I'm like, shit, like, I thought I really didn't care. And I just kept on singing that one phrase over and over and over again. You know? And now I have a second girl. And, you know? And it's like, you know, if I were to adopt, I'd want to adopt another girl, too. Because, you know what? I, like, I'm, I'm Cuban. You know, and like my daughter has like my wife's Italian skin, you know, olive skin. Oh, I'm like, wow, you know yeah. what? Life is gonna be very different for you growing up than it is for me, you know? And I'm gonna be a father to my girls. You know, it's something I just think about every day. Well girls yeah. are girls are unique, you know, they yeah. are. Um, you know, my daughter, she's eighteen and uh, it's funny my relationship with her today, you know, it's gone in in phases because as life evolves, when they when they're 12 years old, they're related to Satan. I mean, they're evil. I mean, they have <laughs> horns pop out of their heads. It's the craziest thing. Something hormonally happens that, man, you just wish you can like cut those 
you know, couple years out of their lives. But before that, they're sweet and innocent and loving. And then when they hit that age, it's like the cat claws come out. You know, a lot of people tell me that, but I, I refuse to have, let anyone call my daughters bossy. They're assertive. They're assertive. Right? They're nice. assertive, yeah. right? They're just telling me what they want, and, you know, I married a woman like that. I would, you know, yeah. all I could do is expect the same but from my, my two da- girls. <laughs> but my daughter today, she sent me pictures the other day of things that she was doing. She just got a promotion, and we could just have really good conversations. Yeah. And I just sit there, and I'm just like, I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm proud of what you've accomplished and what you're doing. She's a fighter. She loves getting in there and getting promoted and working harder than the next person. And I'm like going, man, you could have a line of girls if they had that attitude. Yeah. So I, I understand what you're saying. Girls are awesome. Yeah. My son's awesome too, but you know, I'm sure you can, <laughs> you can attest to. Oh yeah. I mean, Jackson and Graham are great. You know, they love, they give me hugs all the time, but Audrey, you know, she's my six-year-old. She, she just gives me a little bit. It's just that softer hug, that, yeah. you know, that she just you notice the difference, and you know, it's it's no, it's great. Yeah. So you know, you embrace them no matter what. And I, I didn't actually, I didn't know. I, actually, no, 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 we did know. We decided to know ahead of time. You know what we yeah. were having. We knew we were having two boys, and then that was the reason why we had a third is because my wife was just kind of like. We, let's try one more time for a girl and I was just like wow we've got two great sons you don't want to be done right here like that and, and we finally said okay let's do that dads are always the like, one that wants to cut it off yeah, I know yeah. I know and, and we had it and we had a girl and I was like I can't believe it because I thought we're gonna have another son we're yeah, gonna yeah. have three three boys but but and I'm telling you what it's a it's a it's an astounding balance within within our household yeah so. we know that I'm gonna bring this all back to music right now music retail um, my girls love playing music yeah. You know, they go, and like I have all my guitars now because I've been like slowly just hoarding more and more after I sold them all to make some money for the kids. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay, now let's let's start buying things back again. Man, my two-year-old can hold a pick correctly, and she starts strumming on my epi, you know, like my golden yellow epi, you know, and yeah. she just enjoys it. She's like, Dad, play the loud guitar, loud guitar, you know. I plug it into my little orange crush amp. Oh, that's you know, cool. Turn it up to ten, you know, and they just. It, what's amazing is like my kids already know how to mosh. You know, because oh, like yeah. yeah, like I'll just start playing. Like I, I start playing Police Roxanne for some reason. You know, because I had like just I think that perfect tone, and all of a sudden they start like, uh, uh, like running into each other, and I'm like, <laughs> wow. wow, this is this actually might be therapeutic. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You know, it's natural. You didn't it's, have to teach it yeah, to. Yeah, didn't have to teach them. Something so guttural about it. They put their uh, the skateboard helmets yeah. on. <laughs> they start cracking heads. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it's, it's great and. I think it's just so important to surround children with as much, you know, as much music as humanly possible. If I see, like, I buy them the, the cheap little, you know, accordions, but still they learn how to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. like all the small little things. We have like a, a really kind of crappy ukulele that can't stay in tune. It doesn't matter. My girl, um, my oldest wants to play the entire Moana soundtrack with me. Wow. You know, so I'll play it on guitar and she'll just strum along with me. And she'll dance, you know, wow. Hawaiian style. It's so great. Like, it's amazing. I That's love it. Awesome. I love being a parent. And I love being a musical parent. Yeah. You know? Actually, I saw you. Uh, I, I think actually you put put an article from LinkedIn on the other day, just talking about how working at Reverb, it's an honor to work in a community yeah. that's contributing to the development of, I think it might have been about women artists, but I mean, just, maybe I'm wrong. I but mean, we do a lot of the things. Uh, like, we have Reverb Gives, which is, you know, our, our nonprofit uh, wing, so we're, we are actively giving out, you know, uh, grants, uh, you know, $1,000 grants to, uh, yeah. 
different organizations all around the world. So yeah, that's great. great. Yeah, we did make Music Day, which is really huge. I forget what day it was, like June twenty second or something. Yeah, that might have been something yeah. from that. You yeah. put something up. I can't remember. That's but... where a third, a third of uh, the staff, you know, like they left their jobs early, went to Lincoln Park Zoo, where they were having like the Make Music Day event, and we all just played tunes together. Yeah, oh, wow. you know, we, there's like you know twenty guitars out there, you know, ten basses, only one keyboard, so I got to play that. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you only you only need one person <laughs> playing keyboard. <laughs> yeah. We played like Hey Jude, which was awesome. I'm like, oh, I got this. Yeah, this my solo time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I just I guess expound on uh, any of the charity stuff that Reaver might be involved in. Oh gosh, um, it's on our webpage. <laughs> okay. You know, hey, go to Reverb.com. Go to Reverb.com, uh, and you can search for Reverb Gives, and we have a nice landing page that tells you all the great stuff that we're doing. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I'm really grateful to work at a place that, all, you know, that sees that, you know, we do more than just sell music instruments, you know, like, we have a business mantra, you know, we want to make the world more musical, and that's, that's not bullshit. Everything we do, yeah. you know, is working towards that, yeah. um, and it's starting off young with all these, all these kids, and, and making sure we keep music in the classrooms, you know, it, you know, yeah, everyone has to do this together. As as an industry, we have to do this together. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, well. absolutely. Well, what else? Anything yeah. else you want to talk about before uh, we start winding down? It's really just a pleasure to see you all, all the time. Like I'm not, well, I'm not awesome. saying that. Yeah, to, we to love blow it too. Smoke, it's you know, awesome to hang out with you. you. You all are truly some of my most favorite people in the industry. Well, we appreciate and, it. We feel the same way. Yeah, you know, I mean, anything more that we can be doing, um, you know. I'm happy to do it. <laughs> we do need to be doing more. I don't know what that is, but we should. Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We got nothing but time. We can start a band. That's what that's what the world needs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I'm gonna play a vintage kid. That's yeah. right. Pre-1980. Like yeah. <laughs> that's right. I want a round badge Gretsch uh, kit. I have got plenty of the snares. I go on there and look, and I can't find one. I found a few of them, but it was a little bit out of my price range. Have you set up your feed yet? No. Oh, Richard. All right, I'm gonna send you some literature. If all right, not, I'll all go right. to your place. I'll like, you know, like First walk all, you through. Do do a screen share. Yeah. <laughs> go to Reverb.com. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. What else? Anything? Man, I don't know, man. We could sit around and chat all day really long. Good, but, yeah. But I mean, um, I'm ready to. I'm ready for a beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The show's the show's about done. And what? It's almost two o'clock. Two more yeah. hours, then we. Start striking. Start tearing. You guys have an easy teardown. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's right. We you make want it. Some plants. We have some. Pl- we always bring plants out of our booth. Do you want some plants and take them home no. or here for the office? No. no. Are they real plants? Yeah. We oh, bring I'll in take real plants. one. Yeah. I'll take one. We got stuff I like booth. plants. It's all serious. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you guys have any uh, vintage guitars over there? We do. They're oh, really. They're for sale on Reverb.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, we really have. We have a. Are they pre-80 or what? I believe they all are. Oh wow. We, we've got a Tysco. Um, I think it might have like a head cro- uh, head crack. I saw a Gretsch over there and almost like that Tim Tim's. We have like a Mustang. I think it's like yeah. a '61 Mustang. Okay. Um, we got an '82 Gibson. Uh, no, they're all for sale on Reverb.com. Every last one. Reverb.com. And if you're in the in the Nashville area and happen to hear this in the next two hours, which I don't think anyone will, if you <laughs> yeah. buy it within the next two hours, you can pick it up at our booth so we don't have to take it back. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, anything Anyways, else? We'll start winding down. I don't know, Seb. We appreciate you a ton. Appreciate yes, you all. appreciate Man, you. Man, uh, yeah, absolutely. Your attitude and contribution to the music industry is is, is more than welcome. I yeah. appreciate it. Thank you both so, so much. So, we appreciate you, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. We'll talk again soon. Yeah, very soon. Own a music store or sell guitars online? Need more inventory to stay competitive in today's market? 
MIRC is the nation's largest wholesaler of quality used guitars. Visit www.mircweb.com to become a dealer today. Thanks for listening to the Music Retail Show.